Hello, everyone. Hello, capes and japes. Friends, it is time for a very special time of the year. My favorite really season. The, my favorite, our favorite season. True, really the only season that we have regularly celebrated. Um, it's Villaintober. Happy Villaintober. I hope everybody's having a good spooky seasonal time. <laughs> it has been so nice and foggy this past Ooh, week that. for me. Every time love I walk the dogs, you. I'm like, I can't see two blocks ahead of me. It's dark. The moon is nowhere to be found. It is so fog. <laughs> Welcome to autumn. It's Villaintober. <laughs> it's Villaintober, baby. I started reading a spooky book this morning. I'm doing it. I was gonna try to read something, um, like, spooky, but spoiler alert for later, I didn't read any comics this week. I have, again, just been reading Star Trek fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> for the fourth week in a row. I honestly just need to finally give in and rewatch Star Trek the original series. <laughs> I think that's what your brain is telling you to do. It's what it needs me to do. Oh, anyway, what villain are we speaking about today? Anyways, yes. So we um we started uh we the villain Tober appetizer by talking about Kang the Conqueror. Um but for villain Tober proper, we are going to be talking about some DC villains, which I know we also did last year but it just has worked out both of these times that we've been <laughs> on a marvel at kick the point to s- switch over <laughs> to dc when villain tober starts um apparently uh september is for marvel and october is for dc i mean i guess it makes sense if we've just largely been like alternating months it more, would probably more end or less. up working out yeah. this way. Yeah. On on average. But uh we we've got some villains to talk about. We don't have a fun theme like last year where we talked about uh Flash Rogues because we had several villains that have been on our list, but none of them are related to each other. <laughs> I did, as a joke in Olivia's DMs, try to connect two of them, and it was very funny to me, but I don't... It is very funny. It's just nonsense. But anyways, so let's, um, let's get started by talking about Aquaman's arch-nemesis, Black Manta, um, who has, uh... Has a lot of stuff to unpack, but who doesn't? Um, Truly, in this day and age, who doesn't have stuff to unpack in comics? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Although, in trying to find something to connect Black Manta with one of the other people that we're doing this month, I did find a bunch of Buckwild stuff, including a sentence that was like, Black Manta has had many origin stories over the years. I'm like, ah, shoot, we're really gonna get in it, aren't we? Oh boy, he he has had them. Um, So Black Manta is introduced in 1967 um, in issue 
35 of the uh, Aquaman series. Um, written by Bob Haney and drawn by Nick Cardi. Uh, and when he first shows up, it's established that he and Aquaman have fought each other at some point in the past. Um, his first appearance is, um, uh, fighting with Ocean Master over who, which of them should get to kill Aquaman. Um, and, and then obviously neither of them kills Aquaman because they're too busy fighting about it. (laughs) (laughs) Aquaman stops both of them, you know, the classic. But he, um, becomes a, uh, recurring Aquaman villain. He shows up a, um, a few times, you know, enacting various schemes and plans. At one point, Arthur discovers him like he's become like some sort of like cult leader in like a separate like underwater civilization. He, uh, fights him about like, uh, while like Atlantis has been usurped. Just, um, you know, he, he just keeps cropping up, um, causing chaos. Uh, but he is constantly seen with this very <laughs> distinctive look. Um, he's got a, uh, a, a black suit and a big, big, like, elliptical helmet with these huge red eyes. It looks, there are some artists who can draw it in a way that looks kind of like otherworldly and menacing. Um, and then there are some artists where it just looks very silly. (laughs) It's, it's, it's a difficult, it's a difficult design to consistently look, uh, appropriately cool. Um, but this whole time, there's not a whole lot given about who Black Manta is underneath the helmet. And why he hates Aquaman so much. He's just kind of there, constantly trying to kill him. Um, Isn't it enough to just want to kill Aquaman? (laughs) Do you need a reason? Can't you simply see an ocean king and be like, I hate that freaking guy? Um, In 1993... we get the first of the aforementioned multiple Black Manta origin stories where he is, uh, established as a, um, when he was young. His father took him into the city to see a Black Parade. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, oh, Black Parade, Black Manta. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he grew up in Baltimore, um, and was just, you know, a youth living by the sea, having a grand old time. And then, uh, one day he was kidnapped by pirates and forced to work on a ship where he was, you know, horribly mistreated 
uh, and abused and obviously taken away from home and all of that. Um, and then one day he, uh, while he's trapped on this ship, he saw Aquaman in the distance swimming around with some dolphins and tried to get Aquaman's attention to come and save him. Uh, but Aquaman didn't notice him. And he, uh, realized that, uh, the sea would not help him and Aquaman would not help him and he would have to help himself. So he kills the pirates, takes over the ship, takes on the name of Black Manta, and decides that he has to destroy Aquaman and become the master of the ocean to show the ocean who's boss after that terrible thing he went through, which didn't the ocean was largely not responsible for, but PTSD can be complicated. Yeah. Um, it's also, I think, I think it's a little bit before this that, um, we see Black Manta without his helmet on for the first time. And, um, we see that he is, a black man. And he makes a comment, like, the, the panel where he reveals his face, he does, like, Why do you think I'm comment. Black Manta? <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, it's, <laughs> like, I get it, but also, like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not that weird of, I don't think people were really wondering it. <laughs> They're just like, oh, Black Manta, that sounds cool. Um, so. You know, there was someone, like, why is he Black Manta? Are there Black Manta rays in the ocean? And somebody else is like, he's wearing a black suit. Just look at him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, so he's black. And in this storyline where we find out that he is black, he, um, reveals this plan where, um, he, his goal is to make the ocean the domain of black people. He's like, well, we've been oppressed on land for so long, but now we're going to be in charge of the ocean. And he has most of his followers and, you know, like, hench people and all of that are also black, including, um, a, uh, a man by the name of Cal Durham, who is a mercenary that Black Manta hired, um, which is where the name Cal Durham, uh, in Young Justice comes from. Um, I was just sitting here because I've only ever seen it written and I'm just like, Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold on a tick. Yeah. Um, so, this, this is a little bit, this is already a little bit troubling. When you have a comic that's written by white people, which I believe this was, where the villain is a black man, like, I'm doing all of these crimes because of racism. And I want black people to take over the ocean. It's a little bit like, okay, 
And then it's revealed that he actually doesn't care about that at all. He actually only cares about beating Aquaman. Um, but he just knew that, um, this would be an effective way to get a bunch of people on his side, which I think is worse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Probably. Where it's like, hey, I'm doing this for, like, legitimate reasons. (laughs) Haha, psych. Psych. It's I'm actually just manipulating all of these black people into helping me. Those fools. They don't even know. Um, (laughs) They have no idea that I don't care about racism. (laughs) I don't care about racism at all. I only care about Aquaman. Nobody Um, even knew I was black until I took off this mask. (laughs) (laughs) He takes off the helmet. He's like, wow, Aquaman, it's really racist of you to be trying to kill me this whole time. And Aquaman's (laughs) like, I didn't know. You never told me this. He's like, my name is Black Manta Aquaman. What did you think? He's like, I don't, the suit, maybe? To distinguish yourself from other manta rays? I don't know. I live in the ocean. There's plenty of, you know, the Black Knight isn't black. (laughs) What if he he actually said that? Could you imagine this conversation happening in comics and people just looking at it like, who the fuck wrote this? Yeah, the whole fight just grinds to a halt and they just argue about it. And then Mira's like kidnapped or whatever and she's just like, Okay, just, like, takes out a knife, cuts the rope, swims away. (laughs) She's like, you guys deal with this. I have other things to do. Like, I had you penciled in from 1pm to 2pm, but now it's, like, nearing 2.15, and I gotta go. Um, this is, um, this is also, uh, I believe the same storyline, um, where, uh, Arthur's son dies, so that's fun. That's a whole... (laughs) So Black Manta shows up, reveals all of this, um, murders a child. (laughs) Also, he has, like, he, like, kidnapped, um, Aquaman and Aqualad and was making them fight in a gladiator ring, and then Arthur had to actually try and kill Garth. (laughs) save his son um so garth is like no i get it it's fine it's fine this is fine (laughs) so all of all of that we're unpacking all of that and also black manta has just explained that he is in fact a black man um so there's um there's there's really there's really a lot and I'm not sure if it's more or less troubling than the second origin story. I I mean, it's not good. No, it's 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 not. So in 2003, 10 of years course. after yeah, 10 years after this pirate kidnapping story. Um I I don't know. I I don't know why. You know, maybe, there's a lot, I mean, listen, there's a lot that's troubling about the pirate kidnapping story. I don't, I don't 
I don't think this is an improvement. No. Um, no, it is not at all. Okay, but in this 2003 version, um, in a, you know, a, a rebooted Aquaman series, um, Black Manta as a child, um, was orphaned and, um, because he had autism in this version, he ended up in Arkham Asylum. I don't know why anybody would put a child in Arkham. Like, okay, who's in Arkham? Okay, well, you've got the Joker. You've got a baby. It's, it literally, I like, it literally says criminally insane, like, on the front gate. Like, what... What did this kid do? Murder his parents as an infant? No. <laughs> no. Um, and They're just like, oh, one... well, you know, the orphanages are all full. I guess we'll put the kid in Arkham. Like, who, who did this? There wasn't <gasps> he... anybody. There was nobody. Nobody could take this child to, like, a normal house. Just, just anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere else. I'm sure if you this. asked Bruce Wayne, he would have taken in a child. It's 2003. <laughs> it's 2003. He's he's in his, his prime adopting years. It's <laughs> even if even if he couldn't take in a child, he would have absolutely found a place where the child could live that was not Arkham. Can you imagine if Bruce is like bringing the Joker to Arkham and he's like, "I got him again, boy." Hey, why is that? kid here <laughs> oh he has autism yeah but why is he here he he's autistic okay that doesn't explain to me why he is in arkham asylum <laughs> bring bring me the paperwork right now i have <laughs> i am putting this child in a batman wouldn't that compromise your identity no i have the perfect man in mind <laughs> You know how Bruce Wayne has been on that adopting kick lately? Oh, yeah, you're gonna saddle Bruce Wayne with this kid? Yes. He owes me a favor. <laughs> I have saved his life so many times. <laughs> Batman. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> press release goes... <laughs> it follows Batman carrying this child to Wayne Manor. <laughs> Just... Knocking on the door. Bruce Wayne, you owe me a favor and I'm coming to collect. Alfred opens the door and he's like, This is for Mr. Wayne. Consider it, consider us even. Hands Alfred the baby and some paperwork. And Alfred's like, Ah, yes, very good, sir. Of, of course, I will inform him. I. Right away. He's um on a yacht right now, but I will. Get in touch. <laughs> I will get a room ready. <laughs> or just like at a Justice League meeting, and Arthur's like, Yeah, I just found out, like, you know, my villain Black Manta? Turns out, as a baby, he was in Arkham Asylum, and Bruce just like stands up and he's like, I have to go. <laughs> I'm like, What? <laughs> he's like, I have to go talk to some people. <laughs> 
just getting to the bottom of who the fuck put this baby in Arkham. It just bursts through the front door is like, what the fuck? <laughs> 20 What's years ago, 20 years ago, there was a baby in here. I want to know who did it. Uh, he's retired. <gasps> Give me his home address. Um, Batman could have killed this dude. <laughs> and then one of them's like, somebody put a baby in here? <laughs> yeah, no, like that. I'm, I can see why Batman would be upset about that. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, this makes me respect Batman more. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I always think that he just comes here and like, just drops off his problems on us. But you know what? I gotta hand it to him. That that is that is fucked up. That is fucked up that there was a baby in here. Oh my god. Um We're making anyways, jokes because this is just so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Uh, DC let us write the black man to what if story where he just becomes a Robin. It's okay, I think there's a black manta uh solo series that either came out this year or is coming out this year and maybe like they'll make a good one for him they'll make like a good backstory for him just on, like honestly it's this is pretty easy to improve on yeah you know it's not hard to come up with something better than this um anyways um he get he gets he gets sent to arkham one of the things it establishes is uh, he has, like, texture issues, so he, like, you know, enjoys the texture of water, Mood. but he really hates, like, fabric and, like, sheets, so... And um, I can't imagine Arkham has, like, nice sheets. No. Um, so, you know, every time, every time they try to... D- make him go to bed, he hates it, and they have to restrain him to the bed. There's a quote... They don't have to. They don't don't have have to to. at all. They don't have to. Let me be clear, they do not have to. On the Wikipedia page, it's like, because the attendants at Arkham did not know how to deal with autism, why did you put him in Arkham then? (laughs) Like, why... One, why is he here? Two, what... It... If they didn't know how to take care of him here, why is he here? Also, he shouldn't be here anyway, because Arkham is not equipped for this. And also, Arkham is for villains. (laughs) It is... It's not for children. It's not It's for when you've done crimes! It's for when you've done crimes! Like, I also, like, Arkham is interesting as a plot point. Yeah. I I hate the general concept of it. But, like, it... In no way should a child have ever have been here. (laughs) Absolutely not. And also, Also, why this child is screaming, so you're, what, gonna strap them to a bed? Terrible. Awful. Like... (laughs) I feel like if you work at Arkham, you should, like, know that this is the sort of thing... That will create a supervillain? Yeah. Like, you're just, like, casually strapping a screaming child to a bed, and you're like, hey, do you think this will turn out okay? And the other attendant, like, looks at you and goes, no. (laughs) Of course not. 
This is in no way helping this child, and in like 10 pages, we're probably gonna be dead. <laughs> but what can you do, you know? It's a living. It, it's not. <laughs> in 10 days, they're gonna be dead. <laughs> It's like, yeah, they did this fucked up thing to me as a child. Now they're dead. It's like, hmm, it's almost as if it weren't a living. And maybe if you had done something differently, you wouldn't have created a super villain. Also, just let the kid, like, like just get, like, a piece of wet silk or something. Like, come on. Doesn't even have to be, like, wet silk. Like, silk approximates the feeling of water pretty well, IMO. Like, <laughs> just, it's a baby in Arkham. Get them silk sheets. Um, God, it's not that hard. Um, well, better yet, give them a house <laughs> with a family. Just put them in a home with parents. Arkham like, hey, should we find someone who's equipped to deal with a child with autism? Nah, that seems like a nah. lot of work. We'll just, you know, create a supervillain and then be killed later. It's fine. It's fine. That's 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 future me's problem. Yeah. My, that's my dang ghost's problem. Um so uh not not like this could get worse, <laughs> but it does. While he's at Arkham, they do experimental treatments on him which quote-unquote cure his autism well, but make him evil <laughs> i mean to be fair i feel like if somebody did experiments on me to cure my autism i would also become evil yeah no it's not <laughs> The it's not directly the treatments make him evil. It is the you, fact that this is happening that makes him be evil. Do you think this was, like, a heavy-handed attempt at, like, hey, I heard that people are, like, trying to cure autism, and I don't think that's good. Let me show you <laughs> that this will not be good by making it a supervillain origin story. And then everybody's yeah. like, uh, I don't know uh, enough about this to say no. <laughs> <laughs> um god that's a very um, benefit of the doubt idea but i at this point i just have to be like it hopefully it just came from like a good place of oh i want people to be aware yeah that, that of the terrible abuses historically that autism pe autism people god christ <laughs> <laughs> autistic people <laughs> suffered at the hands of uh, asylums and you know other mental institutions and quote unquote cures <laughs> and what am I um, gonna do about this I am gonna put this in the pages of Aquaman comics <laughs> my medium my muse oh my god um yeah so anyways, as expected, he kills the scientists who do this and escapes. Well, yes. Um, yeah. And then he goes and lives I mean, in the I didn't ocean need because to say it's that, good. But... <laughs> Black Manta like, ah, finally, I can just go live in the ocean where I'm not constantly on sensory overload. 
<laughs> and just live in the ocean like I wanted to this whole time. <laughs> the whole time. God, could you imagine if we're... <laughs> alternate, alternate background. Black Manta, like, escaped Arkham as a child before they could be too terrible and made it to the ocean. And then Aquaman's like, kid, what are you doing out here? And he's like, I feel good for the first time in my life. Please let me stay in the ocean. And Aquaman's like, oh... Yeah, okay. All right, oh. kid. Yeah, you buddy, wanna... you, you've been through some stuff, huh? <laughs> All right, let's 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 go see if our magicians can let you breathe underwater or something. We'll get a scientist on it, maybe. Bruce, <laughs> can you make a device that will let this kid breathe underwater? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> I feel help. so bad. He was in Arkham. And Bruce is like, I'll be right there. <laughs> I'll be right there. I have to go to Arkham and ask some people <laughs> some questions first. The news the next day is like, Arkham Asylum mysteriously burnt down overnight. <laughs> Miraculously, nobody was harmed. <laughs> However, the warden is missing. <laughs> Um, God, uh, there's a, um, there's a storyline where he, uh, sells his soul to, uh, a demon, uh, named Neron, who was running around making deals with a whole bunch of villains, um, and he becomes a, um, a, like, an actual, like, human manta ray hybrid. Um, I do like that actually. Yeah, which it is. It is kind of. It is kind of a cool vibe. Um, sometimes he still wore the sh- the suit, which disguised it. But other times he was just vibing as a as a manta man. Um, I would also just at that point. I think I would give up crime. It's like you have the whole ocean. Just be free. Yeah, just just live your manta man life. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, Arthur undoes it. Wow. At some point. Rude. Um, I know. Very rude. It's like, what the fuck? I was just vibing. Arthur's like, oh, sorry. I thought I was doing you a favor. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were, like, cursed or something. And he's like, yeah, consensually, I sold my soul for this. So, like, (laughs) you didn't get my soul back. (laughs) Thanks for nothing, Arthur. Um, also, at one point, King Shark bites his face off, but he's fine. <laughs> it's fine. He's got a helmet. Yeah. Also, um, can you imagine the control necessary to only bite a face off? It's... I know, especially when you've got, like, a big shark mouth. Yeah, like, the skin over our skulls are is not that thick. No. To just get the face off is just precision. Do you think King Shark could be a surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> just just give up all of this and become a surgeon with his yeah. mouth specifically or just using these this skill set? I mean, either. It depends if he's as good with his okay. hands as he is with his teeth. He just like, oh, we, we're going into surgery? Pulls a tooth, uses it as a scalpel. <laughs> Yoink! Um, in, um... I'm assuming 
Black Manta gets his face back at some point. Yes, he does. I I I don't know. I don't know how. I I also I don't know if it's established. It might be one of those things where it's like, "Oh, my face." And then he like, you know, shows up again many issues later and they don't really talk about what happened to his face. <laughs> what happened to your face? Got better. He's got like a cool scar now or something. Yeah, cool face scar. Um in uh Brightest day in 2010, 2011, um, Black Manta shows up, and you sent me the quote about this. Um, Black Manta shows up, he has given up his life of crime, um, because, uh, Aquaman died, or seemingly died, at the end of the 2003 series, um, and he's opened up a fish market, and then he learns that Arthur's come back to life, kills all of his customers, and burns the store down to go back to crime and trying to defeat Aquaman. Like, I don't know why he had to do all of that. Like, couldn't he just abandon it? Just leave. You can leave. Just, like, leave. Your employees will be confused, and your customers will be confused, but, like... It'll just be a mystery. Yeah. Um, and then Black Mantle will come back and they'll be like, huh, he looks kind of familiar. Do you think? No. Could it no. be? Could it? Um, <laughs> uh, this is also the storyline um, where Jackson Hyde is introduced. Um, Black Manta's son, who becomes Aqualad. A- Aqualad said that weird. It's um, okay. Based on the Young Justice version of Aqualad. Um, and this is also the first time since he was introduced in 1967 that Black Manta is given a name. Just one, though. Yeah, they establish that his first name is David, and then it's, like, assumed his name is David Hyde because... Aqualad's name is Jackson Hyde. Um, what if his name is Jackson Hyde because he was Jackson hiding from his dad? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that. <laughs> this is my son, Jackson Hyde, and my name is David Find. <laughs> Only referring to Black Manta's David Find now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. That is his canonical name. I will hear nothing else. Um, this is also, I think we touched on this when we talked about Jackson, but they established this thing for Black Manta that I don't know if it's like another origin story or just it's like a continuation of one of the previous origin stories, like. Those things happened, but then also this thing happened that we didn't tell you about before, where um, he is a treasure hunter who gets captured in the uh, Bermuda Triangle by the uh, the residents of Zebel, which is the like extra dimensional water kingdom um, that uh, that. Mira comes from originally, and well, in 
with some complicated versions of Mira's backstory, um, which is how Jackson ended up getting water powers because, like, they did, like, experiments on, like, Black Manta and his wife. Um, and then he ultimately escaped, um, and Mira took, uh, Jackson, uh, to Earth where he could be safe. Um, so (laughs) there's, um, there's that. There's a whole, um, story where, uh, (laughs) David finds, (laughs) tracks his son down, and then, um, Jackson's like, I hate you, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go hang out with Aquaman instead. Um, in the new 52, like, basically immediately after this, um, there's another backstory, um, which is the one I believe they used for the Aquaman movie, because it is, it has the least troubling implications, (laughs) um, where it's, uh, that, uh, Black Manta attacked Aquaman's foster father and, like, while Aquaman was trying to find Black Manta, he accidentally killed Black Manta's father. And so Black Manta swore revenge on him. Which is... Fair. A a pretty normal supervillain backstory to have. Like, you don't need Arkham... You don't need pirate kidnappings. Like, just... Yeah. Aquaman killed his dad. (laughs) I think you should maintain this. I think he should still be autistic, but I think that should be unrelated to the crime. I think it should just be a fact about him. There should be more uh, comics characters that are autistic, actually. Yes. Ideally, not just ones who are evil. Yeah. Um, but I think Black Manta should be little and autistic as a treat to me. Olivia, just real uh-huh. quick. Um, uh-huh. If you could pick one DC character <gasps> to be canonically yeah. autistic. No, this is too bad. <laughs> oh, Jaime Reyes. Fair. Good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. I mean, also, like... Cass Kane is, but they should just say it. This, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, she is, and we all know it, and they should just acknowledge it. Yes. Um, God. So, I think I'm assuming that the dad backstory is what they're sticking with in Rebirth. I don't know if it's been addressed or anything. Um, and it's constantly unclear like what in new 52 still happened and what didn't um (laughs) i'm just i'm i'm guessing that because they used it for the movie it's just gonna be what's canon now and also because obviously the other backstories are not great (laughs) um they're 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 simply bad they but sure uh, are wild to read about and hear about yeah boy oh boy they there's a lot (laughs) a lot going on there um he uh in rebirth he was like trying to find a magical artifact um 
called the Black Pearl, which lets you t- control the oceans. Um, just like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> just exactly like Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and yeah, he, um, he showed up in, I actually still have not seen <laughs> live action Aquaman. Um, I saw most I, of it. I keep forgetting that it exists. Um, I should watch it, um, for it's sure. Okay. But I, I did not realize that he was, um, played by the guy who was just in Candyman. Um, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and he is going to be in the second Aquaman movie, but I'm not sure when. I feel like that's supposed to be happening next year, but... Hold on, let me do a quick Google for Aquaman 2. Aquaman 2, the sequel to Aquaman. Aquaman 2. Uh, it says December 2022. Okay, so yeah. they, they have they have a full year. Yeah. Alright. Oh! Um, that does remind me of something. Uh, anyways, that is, um, that's Black Manta. He's, this, this guy, <laughs> there's been a lot. This, this troubled, troubled man. <laughs> um, you said you did not read any comics. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I just got, I, because I was looking up the Aquaman 2, I'm just like, why does this say that Black Manta's name is David Kane? Where did that come from? I think that might just be movie specific. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna... <laughs> so I'm like, where does astute. that come from? Where where did you get this? Wikipedia? <laughs> like we, ha- we have to just come up with a name. Um, he needs a last name. Please. Okay, I'm sorry. They, <laughs> like, the cast for Aquaman 2, it's like, mm-hmm. alright, yes, we have Arthur Curry. We have Orm Marius. We have David Kane. Yes. We have mm-hmm. Mira. <laughs> like, oh, name. you're not gonna give her a last name no she doesn't need one we all know who she is you gave orm a last name <laughs> oh that's true how many orms are there yeah oh anyway i don't think i had anything to talk about um i don't think there's been comics news um, batman webtoon mm- continues to be good Batman webtoon very good is the thing. Um I did um I did go ham uh for the short box comics fair over I, the weekend. I am so proud of myself. I bought nothing because I have not been employed for over a year. And I'm like, I really have to stop spending money. You are so <laughs> brave. Um, I need a job so I can buy comics. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's what, um, that's what jobs are for. Um, I did go ham. Um, I, uh, (laughs) I haven't read anything yet because I, um, bought a bunch of stuff 
right before D&D started on Saturday, and then I had D&D, and then yesterday I was at work for most of the day, and then I was cleaning my house before my friend got here, and then I picked up my friend from the airport, and now they're here. So <laughs> I have not gotten to read any of these comics, but I did. I bought several things, several physical books from their happy hour sale, including Don't Go Without Me, which I've been meaning to buy forever because I loved Rosemary Valero O'Connell's art in Laura Dean. Um, and then I bought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine mm. of the digital comics. Mm-hmm. Um, what one are you most looking forward to? Um, that's a good question. Uh, Love Condemns Her was one I was seeing a lot on my timeline of people sort of raving about, which is like a Little Mermaid reimagining. Ooh, um, that's the one about like her little sister that she never knew, right? Yes. I did correct. hear about that one. That one does sound very good. Yes. Um, and then also um, Control Option Shift by Victoria Ying, um, seemed to be a sad robot thing, so I was like, <laughs> yoink! <laughs> On it! Thank you! Um, but I think, uh, people will hear about at least a couple of those next week. <laughs> um, and then also, um, we have, we have a couple more episodes, uh, we have at least one more episode before this happens, but DC Fandom is happening on, I think, the 16th, or maybe the 16th and 17th. Um, so... I feel like we'll that just getting... happened. It feels like it just happened, right? I it's feel whack. like we just had a DC Fandom. Time has truly been soup. It is, it's just, it's just soup. Um, but, uh, yeah, so maybe, presumably be getting some fun announcements of some kind. Um, Tom King has been posting a lot about his, uh, Human Target series, which is, whoops, uh, going to feature a lot of the, um, the Justice League International lineup um so and i think that comes out the final order cutoff was this week and i think it's coming out next month um but i guess i'm gonna read uh tom king's version of guy gardner so oh no i didn't even think about it yeah buddy oh no yeah i know i know (laughs) <laughs> Buckle up! Oh no! <laughs> this is the worst thing that could have happened to me. <laughs> Happy villains over! <laughs> <laughs>
Well, folks, we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave Briar to have their existential crisis. Um, if you want uh, to keep up with us in places, um, we have Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all those at Capes and Japes. Uh, we have a Gmail address. It's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, if you want to send us an email there, uh, we have a Discord server, uh, which you are welcome to join. Um, everyone is constantly very excited about the Batman webtoon, but also many other things. Um, we, uh, have a Patreon. If you want to, uh, support us on there, um, we're going to have a couple Patreon chosen, uh, villains for this month. So, you know, go, uh, you should be, uh, you should be on Patreon. It's good. Um, but also if you can't support us on Patreon, you want to help out the show, leaving a rating and review is a very cool way to do that. Um, telling a friend about the show, if you think that they would be interested uh, and just coming back and joining us. Uh, so happy Villaintober. I can't believe we have done this for enough years that this is like a recurring established thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. I have been Briar. <laughs> And as always, get that kid out of Arkham, a sexy, responsible Batman. (laughs) Sexy, single dad Batman. Can we do something about this?